When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and welcome into Wake and Take. It's your boy Jason and we have some football to talk about today. It is Black Monday. NFL coaches around the league are shaking as they might be fired this morning. One of the biggest days of the football season is which coaches get fired after the end of the NFL season. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Two have already been fired. Who else will be fired? All that and more coming up on Wake and Take. So take out your coffee Sit back and relax to enjoy this show. Good morning, everyone, again. Welcome into the chat. Let's get things going, man. Let's get things going. And it's a good day. It's a beautiful day. I have, you know, if you guys have been tuning in, especially last week and really the last couple weeks, I've kind of been selling myself on the idea of Arthur Smith coming back in 2020. I've been thinking, you know, maybe it's not the worst thing in the world. Maybe he really does just need a quarterback and everything else will fall into place. But that is not going to happen. He will be fired. And you know what? I'm happy with it. I don't even care. I talked about if maybe he got a quarterback, we could give him a short leash of like six games and see what happens. But just don't even worry about it. Bring in a new coach. Give that coach a quarterback. All these pieces that he's been able to deal with and, uh, Go win this division because it's still going to get wide open next season as well. So I like this firing a lot, as I'm sure all of you do. And can we all come together and just agree? Last yesterday's, not last night's, yesterday's game between the Saints was kind of beautiful. It was kind of a beautiful thing. We rarely get treated to running up the score in the NFL. I mean, we get a fake meal touchdown to really pour the salt in the wound. Uh, against these Falcons yesterday it was kind of beautiful I, I I know it's kind of a dick move by Dennis Allen and the Saints to do that but I don't really care it's a rivalry game go have some fun go run up that that score go score some points and man that is what they did I don't know if you saw Arthur Smith was fired up after the game dropping f-bombs at Dennis Allen you know not shaking his hand well <laughs> Honestly, just it was entertainment. It was just full-blown entertainment yesterday, even if it was a blowout. And you get Arthur Smith losing his cool to really end his Falcons tenure. So, guys, we can all finally put our hands up into the sky and just be thankful for what the Falcons can bring us in 2024. All of those skill weapons, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, B. John Robinson, whatever quarterback comes in, it's going to be beautiful next season. I'm already super hyped. Go buy your Falcon skill players while there's still sour taste in owners' mouths. Yes, it's going to be a little bit more expensive than it was last week now that Arthur Smith has finally, finally been fired. But there's still value to be had, as I do firmly believe this Falcons team will be really good next season. They have too many pieces 
not to be a good team in 2024. So get ready for that. It's going to be spectacular. Go get your Falcons players in Dynasty. And hey, start going to get, uh, start doing your early drafts and get some Falcons as well. I mean, Bijan's not even going in the first round, but he's definitely a talent worth that, that price tag. So anyway, keep your eye on it. Anthony says, Jameis was the one who made the call to go for the TD. Love that. You guys know me. I wish Jameis Winston was just the starting quarterback. Not a big Derek Carr fan. Jameis Winston, great guy, great athlete. Uh, I know he throws interceptions a lot, but who really cares? Really fires those guys up, eating W's. You know, I love myself some Jameis Winston. Glad he made that call. And let's do it. Let's do it. Sayonara, Arthur Smith. (laughs) We aren't going to miss you at all. The other coach that was fired was probably the most obvious coach that would be fired at the end of the season. There is not another coach going into 2024. Maybe Brandon Staley was one, but that everyone expected to be fired this season. Whether it was how bad the commanders were, whether it was just how bad Ron Rivera was, whether it was everything going on in the commanders organization over the offseason, basically everyone expected Ron Rivera to be fired. We had a whole episode on this in like April of last year, uh, talking about how Ron Rivera is going to get fired. And it finally happened. Really not like exciting or anything really relevant about this. This commanders team is going through a rebuild. They finished 4-13 and this year. Ron Rivera's final coaching record with the Commanders is 26-40-1. Got himself a little tie in there. It was just not good. And there's not much promise either. Sam Howell started off the year in a flash, ended it in a terrible way, is not going to be the quarterback of the future. Jacoby Brissett is not the answer here. They need someone else. Terry McLaurin is only getting older. Jahan Dotson got worse. I mean, there's not much to get excited about on this commander's team. It's going to be one of those jobs that not many head coaches are going to be lining up for. I can't imagine anyone is calling the commanders right now like, hey, let me get this job so I could coach this terrible football team. No, I mean, they traded away Montez Sweat. They traded away Chase Young. I'm sure this offseason they'll probably move on from Terry McLaurin and, and trade him away. I, 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 Antonio Gibson is going to be leaving. There is not going to be anything on this team. So it makes sense to fire the coach, which, I mean, they would have done anyway. We talked about – it's kind of funny. I'm going to give you guys a stat here. Every team that Carson Wentz has left, the head coach has been fired the next season. You can go to the Eagles. Doug Peterson was fired after Carson Wentz uh, was le- left. Uh, on the Colts, Frank Reich fired the year after he left them. Uh, and then now with the commanders year after leaving the commanders, Ron Rivera is fired. I don't think it'll, I don't think it's going to happen again. Like I doubt Sean McVay gets fired. I don't think that really counts. I think it's got to be like the guy was the quarterback, but I think that's pretty funny that Carson Wentz is the head coach killer. People do ask and will ask. I'm sure I haven't even checked the comments yet, but I'm sure. Um, no, no one asked. Okay. But either way, will Eric Bieniemy become the commander's head coach? That is kind of the big question on everyone's mind. This is what I talked about last offseason, basically thinking that Eric Bieniemy took this job as the coordinator for the commanders because he knew the head coach position would be available going into the 2024 season. But I don't know if he wants it. Do you really want, like, I, I really feel like if I'm Eric Bieniemy, I've been waiting so long to get my chance as a head coach. I'm not going to take one of the worst positions available, even if I'm already familiar with the team. But that's probably what's going to happen. I'm sure he'll just be offered the money. He'll suck it up and do it. But it might be hard to turn this team around. I mean, you're in a very competitive division. You've got the Eagles. You've got the Cowboys. And the Giants, who just always give a close game to their NFC East opponents and still ended up in the playoff hunt way longer than they should have been. And so their team, I mean, they're in the playoffs last year. So that's a good team, too. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Rambling a bit too long about how bad this commander's team is, but 
not expecting a lot from them in 2024, even with a positive head coaching change. There's just so much that needs to change here, uh, and it's just not going to happen. But goodbye, Ron Rivera. I doubt we see him. Honestly, I doubt we see Ron Rivera get another head coaching job. It's just been failure after failure, really, and like not even in like a good way. I, I, I You might ask, Jason, what's like a good way of failure? But it's like Ron Rivera always leaves – like it, it just in a poor fashion, like the players start to, to disbelieve in him. The front office doesn't like him anymore. The fans don't like him. The city doesn't like him. That happened in Carolina. That happened here in Washington, D.C. I can't imagine any other team really wants to bring in a guy like Ron Rivera again. So I would expect Ron Rivera probably not having a head coaching job again, probably the last we've seen of him. And that's fine. He's had a good enough career, uh, had the really great season down in Carolina. Uh, and I think it's just going to be over here. Arthur Smith, we might see again. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to one of these other teams that we're about to talk about here. So those are the guys that were fired. Arthur Smith, Ron Rivera, they're out of here. Who else could be fired on this Black Monday? We'll start with the thumbnail. Is it going to be Bill Belichick? And this is really hard for me. You guys know it. I've grown up a Patriots fan, mostly because of my undying passion for Tom Brady. But... Bill Belichick also holds a very special place in my heart. And my argument for this really all offseason, as this has been a topic for a really long time, is what's going to happen with Bill Belichick going into this season, after this season. And one of the hardest things for me to get my head around is the fact that Bill Belichick is still one of the greatest football minds in the NFL. He just is. He's a really, really good coach on the defensive side of the ball. He has certainly lost a step on the offensive side of the ball. And a lot of that stems from his biggest issue. Bill Belichick, you are not a good general manager. You need to give that up. You need to just be a head coach or maybe just go be a defensive coordinator. But either way, you have ruined the Patriots by your general managing. And it's not going to get any better for him in New England. Uh, There's just no personnel. And he's the guy in charge of the personnel. And he can't talent scout really at all anymore. Sure, he could find these gems at the end of the draft. But his evaluation of the first round picks, the second round picks has always ended in a bust, 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 in a bust. And it has finally caught up to him. The Patriots this year finished four and 13 finished 30th in yards for 31st in points for on offense, just absolutely abysmal. But on defense, they were good. They were top 15 in points allowed and finished seventh in yards allowed. A really good defense, just like Bill Belichick always puts together. And it's easy to forget. Yes, the last three seasons for the Patriots have not been great. Eight and nine last year, 10 and seven the year before that. Seven and nine the year before that. These are all the Tom Brady-less years in New England uh, with just Bill Belichick. But those aren't like the worst records given what's going on in New England in those years, especially that 10 and seven year in 2021. Eight and nine last year wasn't the worst either because Mac Jones was awful. Uh, So I just, I feel like Bill Belichick still has something left in him. And we see these rumors coming in, coming out that Bill Belichick might get traded. Now some come out that he might not get traded. Either way, I don't know if this is the last we see of Bill Belichick in the NFL. And I don't know if this is the last we see of Bill Belichick in New England. I think there's still a chance that he comes back next season. I will say, if that's the case, he will not be the GM. I think that that definitely has to be taken away from him. But I wouldn't be surprised if Robert Kraft is giving this guy the benefit of the doubt. Just to look at this. With Tom Brady, 
219 and 64 in the regular season. 249 and 75 if you include the playoffs. Just Hall of Fame production with Tom Brady. And even without Tom Brady, it hasn't been the worst. Yes, it's been bad. It's been a losing record. 84 and 103, including their one playoff berth without Tom Brady. Yes, they made the playoffs without Tom Brady. So they'll probably move on from him. But I just don't know if they should. Like, I just, I, I like Bill Belichick. I still think he knows what he's doing. Uh, they end the season on a sour note. They should have beat the Jets easily. They did it. So that's definitely going to be an issue. And I think Robert Kraft is definitely going to look at that game and this season in particular. But I, I just don't know if they should be short, so short-sighted with this guy. I'm curious what you guys think. Um, I, I, I just, I don't, mm, I, I don't see them firing Bill Belichick. I just can't wrap my head around it. If anything, it would be firing him as the general manager. But I just think the Patriots as a whole respect this guy too much to fire him. So it could be a trade or maybe he just resigns. Maybe Bill Belichick just hangs up the cleats and walks away. So it doesn't end in a firing, but it's just, he's done so much for this team. So much. Six Super Bowls. I just don't I don't know if you can really fire this guy. I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious what you guys think. Could he be fired? Could he be fired? M Lad says no. Uh they will not fire an icon. All about respect. They'll build him a statue. Yeah. Yeah, I would not be surprised. I we could see it. We could see a statue next week if he's fired, actually. But I just I don't know. I don't think he will. I think he'll resign or retire or whatever, but uh it might not be the last we see of him. I would be curious to see him as a defensive coordinator. I don't know if he'll do that. And I would like to see him as a broadcaster. He guested on College Football Game Day a few weeks back and actually did a really good job. He has some personality when he's talking about teams without any, like, stakes, you know? Like, he's not, like, trying to hide anything. So that could be a good career path for him. Either way, I love myself some Bill Belichick. We see an um, Anthony says it'll be a mutual parting. I could agree with that, too, if he goes to, like, another team, which is something I've been seeing when it comes to Mike Vrabel. Now, let me start things off here when we talk about Mike Vrabel. Um, as we know, guys, I'm preparing the show sheet, doing my research. Mike Vrabel was a name I saw a couple times, and I don't know how much I believe in it, but I think it does make a certain amount of sense. Mike Vrabel, to start things off, great coach, really good coach even. I would say that Mike Vrabel is one of the better coaches in the NFL. Right now, he has a record as 55-48, and 48, so a winning record since 2019 as the head coach of the Tennessee Titans. The issue is the last two seasons, 6-11 and 11 this year, 7-10 and 10 in 2022. A lot of this is going to be quarterback play. Ryan Tannehill certainly lost a step. Uh, Malik Willis didn't pan out. Will Levis, still a bit too young, still a little unpolished, couldn't really get things going. And Derrick Henry's only getting older. They traded for DeAndre Hopkins to try to have like one last swan song this year, and it didn't work out. So I think this Titans team and the reason that Mike Vrabel is on the hot seat, we're going to put quotes around that, on the hot seat, is just because of the Titans organization as a whole. We are talking about kind of two ships passing in the night. Mike Vrabel, very good head coach. Tennessee Titans, very bad team, kind of going the opposite way. I'm doing this wrong with the hand motions. Uh, but uh, And so I think that they could move on from Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel just because of that. They're going to have to be rebuilding. And there are some rumors that I'm starting to read that Mike Vrabel could actually be traded. We see another head coach trade here and just get some assets so this team can kind of build around what the pieces will be 
Derrick Henry's probably leaving. And I think they could get something for DeAndre Hopkins next season to where I just don't know if they need to use Mike Vrabel and roll through the ship here. And so Bill Belichick could be an interesting conversation here. Could we maybe get a Mike Vrabel for Bill Belichick plus situation? Could Arthur Smith go to Tennessee, go from Atlanta to Tennessee, and then maybe the Falcons get Mike Vrabel? I don't know. If we're talking a head coach swap, that's kind of where my head goes, whether it be Bill Belichick, uh, because Mike Vrabel had his time in New England, could be swapped there and become the Patriots head coach. Or the opposite way, down to Atlanta, because Arthur Smith is familiar with the Titans organization and the Falcons now need a head coach. That's the other thing I'm kind of thinking about. I don't know if the Titans would want to go full rebuild with Arthur Smith again. Well, I guess I can't say again because it's not like they did it with Arthur Smith, but just have him on the team again and just have to rebuild with a guy who just got fired. Not the greatest ideas, but maybe they believe in him since he's been there before. That's kind of the two situations I'm monitoring there. And it is just possible they move on from him in general. I don't think this would be a Black Monday move, to be sure, uh, just because he is a good coach. So I think they would kind of debate this over the coming weeks before totally moving on from him. But definitely a name I felt needed to be discussed because of the situation he's in. And to add on to it, one last thing, there is a lot of information out there about some disagreements between Mike Vrabel and the general manager, Rand Carthen. So when that happens, when there's a disagreement be between the head coach and the general manager, it's pretty easy to assume that some sort of change will happen. And so I think Mike Vrabel is definitely a name to keep our eye on, regardless of how good a head coach he is. I think the Titans could just be looking to clean house, get rid of Derrick Henry, get rid of DeAndre Hopkins, get rid of Mike Vrabel, maybe get rid of Jeffrey Simmons, who knows? But either way, Titans looking to move on, I think. Next, Dennis Allen. This is another one. I don't know if it'll be uh, today, but it's tough because he's only been the Saints head coach for two years. So there's some debate there, but they haven't been the best. And that's kind of the issue here. Nine and eight this year, and he has a record five and 18 total. So uh, what was that? Eight and nine last year, um, eight, seven and 10 last year. So not bad seasons. And then to go improve and have a winning season this year probably means his job is safe. But if I am the Saints, I might want a little bit more than what he's giving. It's just been like, eh, eh. And you might want a bit more, but it's hard to find a bit more. So I could definitely see the Saints give Dennis Allen one more year, but he's certainly on the hot seat. Dennis Allen 100% on the hot seat. And as you guys have noticed, if you're tuning in, if you're watching, there's been a picture for every head coach we've talked about here, except for Dennis Allen. And I think that's a statement. We get our pictures from Getty Images, but also we use the Wikimedia Commons for light, like images that we can use without a license. And uh, for head coaches, I just like to use the Commons so we don't have to use a licensing thing. And there is no just common image on the internet of Dennis Allen probably because he hasn't really made a note of himself. Like he just hasn't done anything really. I know he brings this winning season ends in a huge note down in Atlanta, or I guess the game was in new Orleans, but uh, just not enough from him. So I could see him being on the hot seat, but ultimately I do think he'll be back. I think they'll give him one more year, just two seasons has a close to winning record finishes this year with a winning record. They'll probably give Dennis Allen one more shot in New Orleans, but certainly on the hot seat in 2024. Another coach that's only been a head coach for two years, certainly on the hot seat, and I think will be fired today. Matt Eberflus. I think this guy's going to get fired today. 
just has not done enough, has not been what's promised. Finishes uh, this year 7 and 10, 3 and 14 last year, and 10 and 24 total. Just not good at all. And nothing has been good. In fact, in fact, the thing that they hired him for defense is one of the things they've been worse at. Their defense has not been good. I will argue the last few weeks since getting Montez sweat, they have looked really good. But when you have a player like that, you're going to look good. And I just don't think Matt Eberflus is a good head coach. Again, 10 and 24 as a total over the last two seasons. Just not good at all. And this season, the defense finished 20th in points allowed, which is just not good, especially if the offense did better which they did 18th in points for. So again, he's hired because he was a defensive coordinator and yet his defense isn't good. Answer that question for me. Matt Eberflus, I think will be fired today because not only has he not been good, but because the Bears are also looking to get better. They have some great draft capital this season and they still have the question mark around Justin Fields. If they decide to bring Justin Fields back, give him a new head coach. If they decide to move on from him, just clean house. Trade Justin Fields, get rid of Matt Eberflus. But either way, I think the answer here is he will be fired. Eberflus's time in Chicago should be done, even if it's only been two seasons. They haven't been good two seasons. And even though there was an improvement this season, it just wasn't enough for me. I think if I'm the general manager looking at Matt Eberflus, I'm just moving on. It hasn't been enough, hasn't shown really anything positive enough for me to want to bring him back. Uh, so, yeah. Next coach on the hot seat is Robert Sala. And I don't know. This is a really tough one because on the opposite side, we just talked about Matt Eberflus being brought in because he's a defensive coordinator and should have good defense. That's what Robert Sala was brought in for in New York. And he's actually delivered. While the record has been awful, 18 and 33 in his three years in New York, his defenses have been spectacular. There have been a top five defense in now back-to-back seasons. And so he's kind of delivering his promise to where I don't know if he'll be fired this year. I think they can give him one more season. But like Dennis Allen, certainly on the hot seat, 7-10 and 10 this year, 7-10 and 10 last year, solid enough seasons, especially when you look a little bit deeper and see that they've had no quarterback play. To finish 7-10 and 10 in back-to-back years with Zach Wilson as your quarterback, that's a pretty impressive feat. And so the fact that he's delivered two back-to-back top five defensive seasons and decent records at 7-10 and with some impressive wins throughout the year, I think Robert Sala will be back. I will say I'm a little upset with him on how he managed the quarterback situation this season. I think he should have just rolled with Zach Wilson or just brought someone in. I don't like the change that he made. That's one thing I don't like. I like conviction in head coaches, and he completely took away his conviction, and that rubbed me the wrong way. But either way, he's delivered his promises. Again, two back-to-back seasons of top five defenses. I don't know what more you could ask for from this guy besides wanting a winning season and making the playoffs. But I think give him next year with Aaron Rodgers' return and see what he can do. And then if it's still another 7-10, and 8-9 season, then you could move on from him. But I think he's good enough, and those defenses have been so good under his guidance that I don't see much of a reason to move on from him. And the last thing to talk about here regarding head coaches, this won't be any firings today. Well, maybe, uh, but either way, the interim head coaches. So there's Antonio Pierce in the Raiders, Giff Smith in Los Angeles for the Chargers, and then Chris Tabor on the Panthers. I do 100% believe Giff Smith and Chris Tabor will be relieved of their duties. 
The question here is Antonio Pierce. He has done a really good job down in, in Las Vegas, but the Raiders have set the precedent before by moving on from their interim head coach, even though they did a good job. They had that Rick guy, Rich, Rick, I can't remember, name slipping my mind, just a couple years back, actually led the Raiders to the postseason after Gruden's firing and still didn't keep the job as the head coach. I hope they learned from their lesson by instead of going with their interim, they brought in Josh McDaniels, who did a terrible job, and now they're back in the same situation. Antonio Pierce has done a wonderful job. I know they haven't won a ton of games, but they've won a couple, and they just have looked really good. They have been playing fired up. They've been playing inspired, and that starts with the head coach. So Antonio Pierce, I believe 100% should keep his job, but it's definitely a question mark. So the Jason Wake and Take take is that he keeps his job, but there's still a question mark there, something to keep your eye on. Giff Smith and Chris Tabor, however, the Chargers and Panthers interim head coaches, they're out of here. They should be fired within the next few hours, uh, and we'll find out who they will be looking at. And then just one thing to keep at the top of our mind, now that we've talked about all the potential vacancies, who will be available? And that is the big question mark. Ben Johnson is a hot one. Ryan Nielsen down in Atlanta, that's another hot one. There's a few head coaches mostly coordinators that are out there right now, Raheem Morris, right, that could become head coaches. So just keep your eye on that. We'll probably discuss all of that uh, once we start hearing these rumors, who teams are talking to and everything. But lots of people out there. Jim Harbaugh, if Michigan wins tonight, let's go blue. If Michigan wins tonight, I wouldn't be surprised if Jim Harbaugh leaves to go to the NFL just because what else could he accomplish in Michigan? Uh, But either way, Lots to keep our eye on today in particular as we watch lots of teams make some changes and then lots of things to keep our eye on going forward as teams look to solve those changes with some head coach or hirings after the firings. But that is all I have for you guys today regarding Black Monday, regarding the head coaches that could be fired today and the ones that were fired. Do we have any questions? Variable to New England. I think that that is something to monitor for sure. Um... Dennis Allen in 24, Romero Artsmith in 23. I think that's a great comparison. Just like, just not enough. People getting mad at him. Yep, I like that a lot. Um, Yeah, the problem with defensive-minded head coaches is they all seem to need a very good OC to succeed. This is true. This is 100% true. Uh, They just, they can't get the offense together. And that's why I say with Bill Belichick, I think, you know, why not just end end your career as a coordinator? I know that it's a step down but you've done enough as a head coach. You could do a little bit less off your plate, enjoy retirement a little bit more, and just go be a defensive coordinator and be a really good defensive coordinator to kind of help your legacy a bit more. But I don't know. I'm sure he'll just move on. Let me check Instagram real quick. No questions over here. Um, So yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, this was Wake and Take. This was a fantastic episode, and you guys were a fantastic audience. I hope to see you all tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern on the Player Profiler YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram as we probably do a little bit of a year in review, break down some more recent news, the coaches that were fired that we talked about today as maybe being fired. I'm sure at least one of them will be fired, so we'll talk about that tomorrow as well. So make sure you clear your calendars for tomorrow. Tune in, and before you guys leave me, like and subscribe this video and the Player Profiler YouTube channel before you leave. Thanks again for tuning in. Have a magnificent Monday, a wonderful rest of your week, and let's go blue.
Peace.